0: Hello, everyone, and welcome. We have a special bonus episode of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Just more WrestleMania recap stuff, because last week, Jeff from Fully Polesville and I talked about our trip, and that was more of a all-over-the-place trip, and this week we're going to talk with Kerry, collar elbow guy, former Square Circle guy. You know him. He's been the show for years. Whenever we talk about WrestleMania trips or big pay-per-view events, he comes on, talk about travel package stuff and his point of view a little bit differently than a lot of other people because he's lucky enough to do those travel packages and get to sit front row and uh, this two-night WrestleMania thing, and we'll talk about if we agree on the two-night mania or not. Uh, but Kerry, what's going on, man? How are you?
1: doing well. So I'm finally back to a little bit warmer and humid air, and I just have the cool dry air I had to deal with.
0: and. Listen, got my te- voice back. Texas was great. It was in the seventies. It wasn't too hot. It didn't rain. It was like the perfect weekend. Cause right after we left, it got in the nineties. So we kind of, we kind of oh, yeah, lucked out. It
1: definitely got hot. It was definitely a little chilly too. when I, first, when I first got there, I got there Tuesday. Okay. A cooler.
0: Okay. Yeah. I did see that cause I didn't get there till Thursday. So, all right. So well, I guess we'll just get it off the bat here. Two night mania. This is the second year of it. Last year you were anti two night mania. Are you still anti two night mania?
1: You no, know, I'm starting to. It's growing on me more and more. It's kind of nice to not have such a long show on Sunday. It's kind of nice to see that you know after, after a good night one, like, you get to go back and do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know it's growing on me for sure.
0: I don't know. I'm. I think like I've said this last year. I'm pro two night when I'm at home, but when I'm there, I kind of like the show. With there was no, there's not even a pre show night one. I was like, this felt kind of short. It was just under four hours. It was crazy to like WrestleMania. I think one night a year, it could be a six- or seven-hour show. It's one night a year. I think we can do yeah. it.
1: No, I, no, and I agree. And that's why, I mean, I'm not against one night. I'm not against that they went back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, Mania, sometimes back in the day, were only three hours or four hours yeah. way back in the day. So I think mean, I'm, I'm not against it. You know, my only thing is is that, you know, I get where they're coming from. They're charging double the price for what is is essentially one event.
0: Yeah. All right, so this year, the travel package was... Similar in the past, but a little different because they pretty much canceled access, which honestly, the only thing negative about that is the signings. They did the Superstore access, which was kind of okay, kind of weird that you had to pay 10 bucks for the privilege to buy stuff. But <laughs> I know that what I noticed was the Superstore, every time I went, was super chill. It wasn't chaos at all. So maybe that deterred people a little bit. That was, I think, one benefit of it.
1: Well, I talking to people in the company, the reason they changed that, it was not going to be like that. But when Roman got COVID and missed day one pay-per-view, they didn't want that chancing that again. That's why they switched it to that. But they're hoping next year to go back to the more normal access.
0: Okay, that makes sense. And and I guess the people that were signing, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Goldberg, even Finn Balor weren't really on the show. So that that kind of worked out. Um, Exactly. All right, so you got on Tuesday and kind of got – or started traveling Tuesday, got all settled in. What was yeah, the first well,
1: – sort of, Well, technically, actually, I went to the go-home raw in Pittsburgh. Okay, then I headed to Dallas, and if you read Rick Ricochet's tweet that Tuesday about fans at the airport, I was there at 4.45 in the morning. I saw what happened, and so what, I so, side with him 100%. So
0: really quick before we get there, just so everyone's not, I think you are, guys are aware, so Kerry lives in Hawaii, so he's got to come to the mainland. So if he's going to make a big trip of it, you might as well hit a few stops. So going from Pittsburgh to Dallas is a big deal for most people, but when mm-hmm. you're already leaving across the ocean, it's not as big a deal for you. Oh, so, no,
1: that was a short flight that Tuesday morning. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so what happened with this Ricochet thing where people were sh- – where they had, like, stacked 8x10s, cards, figures? What was the deal that you okay. saw?
1: Okay, yeah. So I, I was in the pre-check line. They had us, you know, two lanes of that. And then next to us was the regular TSA line that was zigzagging. Mm-hmm. And then that, that was to the right of us. To the left of us was, like, where, like, the pilots and the flight attendants, the staff goes, you know, through TSA. And there were fans waiting out in the lobby, running up through the TSA line, up to where the wrestlers were, showing their boarding pass and ID, getting chairs signed, everything that could get signed. Running through the TSA line, running through the pre-check line, trying to run through where the pilots go to, to nab them as well. And that was beyond – this is literally 4.45 in the morning. That's ridiculous.
0: Everybody, for the most part, I mean, is half awake at that point. You're trying to get to your gate to sit down and relax before your flight or landing. So – that's, ins- I mean, I've heard about this before. Luckily, I've never really seen it. I mean, I have yeah. seen people at the airport waiting with stuff. I just never stuck around long enough to see them get all their stuff signed. Oh. Yeah, I've uh, seen it
1: before. You know, Toronto waiting out, waiting in line for immigrations. You know, they had to go through the security oh and stuff God. like that. And, oh, yeah. Well, and the thing is and I heard Ricochet, He as he was getting on the plane, he was on my flight. He was a little pissed because was like, okay. he's like, damn it, I have to sit in the back of the middle seat because that was a last-minute
0: thing for him to go and be there. Mm-hmm. So he already, he already wasn't thrilled. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, well. All right. So you went to the Raw, the Go Home Raw, which which is always fun to do. Uh, and then you fly down to Texas. So when did your WrestleMania activity start? Did you get into Texas on Thursday, Friday? When did that all start?
1: No, no I got into Dallas Tuesday, did the family okay. thing. And then I, then I got to the TV, got to the package hotel Wednesday and hung out at TV hotel, the Omni Wednesday night.
0: So where... what, what was the package stuff this year? What was the whole, uh, what? Because I don't for the top 2 there's also bonus stuff. So what was your what was included this year for you guys?
1: Um got a gift bag with an exclusive um, mini belt, mini it was mini WrestleMania belts which yep. only designed just for us and a few other things. Okay. Uh we did get a Fort Worth Stockyards and barbecue lunch buffet, meet and greet with Matt Riddle and Bianca Belair. Mhm. And the rest of it was just the um, the ho- the hotel the shuttle. Uh, we got a we got a, a, a separate adventures. We got to enter through the media for both nights for Mania. So it was, just, okay. it was like fifty of us and ten media. So that made it nice and quick and
0: cool. It's with the the lunch well, we thing a, you did, well, we
1: also got gift cards too for the superstore. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. With
0: the lunch thing you did was that before or after Mania stuff?
1: Oh, after that. That was the Monday afternoon.
0: Okay, okay, and they just it was kind of just a meet and greet. They had lunch with you just to chat it up type of thing
1: the meet and greet, you know, before they came, you got to do stuff like uh, a at, at the barbecue place. You, they answer, like, you know, you're going to do like a little shootout or learn how to lasso or something like that. <laughs>
0: something mm-hmm. I'm sure you were thrilled to do being from yeah, Texas. God, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well. I mean, you're mm-hmm. that's just like an a added perk thing. I know at the superstore, for people who don't know, one of the cool things about it, even if you're a window shopper like me is to browse at some of the memorabilia that they have. So they'll do pretty well designed. Uh, plaques, ring worn st- or ring used stuff, ropes or anything like that. Usually, it's autographed. Would you pick up this year? Because I know you usually grab something exclusive yeah, from WrestleMania. Um,
1: they didn't have a whole lot, just because um, some of the stuff they already had from the SummerSlam Vegas Superstore. So the it was repeats. Uh, I did get a Rhea, R- Rhea Ripley one of one, the gold edition sign from her victory last year mm-hmm. picture. Uh, An Undertaker, you've seen on auctions, like Undertaker signed thing for starting anniversary with four different pins in it. Yep. And then there was the NXT Women's Tag Team title ladder match for Halloween Havoc
0: with a piece of ladder, and all six of them signed it. Cool. So, and, cool but, little piece, yeah. And did you get that shipped back to your house or just try to check it on a plane?
1: Oh, no, no, I, I shipped it back. <laughs> I took it to a local FedEx.
0: Good plan, good plan. And this is, I'm curious, because I talked to a few people that went to SmackDown Slash Hall of Fame. I didn't end up going, because I have family in Texas, so I had dinner with my family that night. Uh, And plus, I wasn't going to get good seats anyway, so I kind of was like, "Eh, I don't want to go sit up in the rafters and maybe not hear as well. I actually want to hear the speeches. So I'm of the opinion that they got to put Hall of Fame back in the theater type of thing, make it a little more intimate, exclusive maybe. So you went, you got the double dip show. How was that? This is the first time they did that
1: honestly it wasn't bad because i mean when, when they have a in hall of fame separately in the arena you still are going to have a packed audience that can you know yell and cat call and they were they were more tamed and behave. i don't know maybe they're a little more tired from smackdown and weren't but i mean they were just definitely more well behaved than i thought they would be okay i do miss i do miss the old theater back in the day that was i was nice you know, you know i think probably the best my favorite was the one in rosemont from years ago because mm-hmm. you're just 'Cause you sat right behind the entire crew and it was I mean, you're right there on top of them, it seems like, you know.
0: Yeah. I think what would be cool they do if if they go forward with it, but if you wanna have a Hall of Fame ticket, you have to be a pack some type of package holder, whether it's silver, bronze, whatever, because those people paid they want to be there. And they're not gonna be cat calling and shouting one more match and, and stuff like that. Exactly. Uh, no, I mean granted you
1: did have the Rosemont crowd, half of them chanting up, you know, yelling "Fuck you, Xena, when he well, was doing his duck <laughs> speech. But I mean, you know, it's not going to always be a perfect crowd. But I do miss the old theater. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you? How was Undertaker's TED Talk live when he came out there? <laughs> it well, that's probably.
1: Talk. I mean, we all thought it was actually the best speech of any Hall of Fame
0: induction we've ever been to. Honestly. Okay. It was. It was. It was cool because he. I saw he had the you know the Madonna microphone type of thing, basically. You could call it. And I was like, Oh, he's gonna kinda of walk around and, and talk about it. And it was weird because it was long, but it didn't drag. And you mentioned it that people weren't really cat calling. And you were one of the I guess disadvantages of the Hall of Fame for you is since you're hard cam, they're not facing you, you're seeing their back. Is it was it hard to hear? Does they have the no, monitors turned towards to, you?
1: No, it wasn't hard to hear, and you could see the screen with their speeches on there, the prom, the teleprompter, so that yeah. you could see that too. Um I mean but I mean, it's, it's still better that versus, you know, when you, when they old on the stage and you were like 20 rows back on the floor, you were front row of a section behind all the families, you're like 15, 20 rows back and you could hardly seeing wasn't the best thing and hearing wasn't the best thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I did, I did like the Mania 35 Hall of Fame where you release around the side, you could get a little better shot of them and yeah
0: see, yeah, I remember see their that.
1: faces, but I mean, you know, it is what it is.
0: Well, I mean, based on Mania being two nights again, it's probably going to be that again next year, just because of scheduling, you're going to run out of days to do things. So. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, because I, mean, I know Mania 36 Hall of Fame was going to be on that Thursday night. Yeah. You yeah. Know, but I don't, I don't know how well that would have done. You know, I mean, granted, Undertaker could have sold, or Rock could have sold, but someone like Batista could have gotten a big crowd on a Thursday night and fan, not all the fans are in town yet. Not sure.
0: That's true. So, yeah, they probably will just double dip it with SmackDown. I'm kind of surprised they didn't ask Fox if they could just air it on SmackDown instead of having a SmackDown show. I was kind of yeah, curious. I was
1: surprised too. Or even like aired as a, as a Fox special right out, you know, have your news and then have to cut, go to the Hall of Fame after that. I was a little surprised at that too.
0: Yeah, who knows what the contracts are like where Peacock gets rights to certain things and all that. But yeah, it, it worked they out.
1: May, they may have a little bigger say or something like that. You never know. It
0: <laughs> worked out. Did you check out any of their early activities? I saw you at WrestleCon for a minute, but WrestleCon when you were there on Friday was kind of chaos. Uh, Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of chaos.
1: Well, and I expected that. I just went there to um, say hi to Al and his wife, drop them, you know, brought them some bags of coffee from Hawaii, and just mm-hmm. wanted to say hi to Lisa, the collar elbow people, a couple of other people there. That was the, I would just go there for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at some of the merchandise, the memorabilia, and the action figures and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's always cool to see that. But it's what I expected.
0: I will say, because uh, I went there all basically all four days, just because of the people I wanted to meet were were spread out, and everybody I talked with was super happy to be there. Everyone was nice. The only person I had an issue with was Brutus Beefcake's handler. I called him a Carney because he tried, <laughs> like, I mean, Brutus Beefcake's a $25 autograph. He tried charging me 60 bucks, and I just laughed at him. I go, no. And then right. he goes, well, how about 50 that for him. No. And I go, he goes, how about 50 I go, that's Carney shit. Absolutely not. And just walked away. And poor Beefcake's just sitting there. You know, I'm sure he doesn't care. He's getting, you know, whatever it is. But he had no line all weekend. But it's very interesting with WrestleCon because they're now up charging a bit. I don't know how you familiar with like sports memorabilia stuff, but there's different tiers for what you want signed. So if you want a helmet signed, it's this much. If you want a baseball sign, it's this much. Now wrestlers are starting to do that.
1: Well that would explain the whole Fitterman thing with you know I like, so, like, it was Undertaker and maybe Goldberg, they charged extra if you wanted the belt sign versus just a photo.
0: Yeah, and but the thing about Fitterman is at least they are upfront with their pricing. So at WrestleCon, what happened was a lot of people were expecting one price. They go up there and like, no, it's actually this because you have a figure or something like that. They charge you saw only for an 8x10. Which, oh, wow! Screw that. Exactly. I'm totally fine if you want to charge what you want to charge, but you have to tell people up front. You can't.
1: Yeah, be be honest about it. Exactly. B-
0: but then there's guys like I said, like William Regal showed up. He was only charging thirty bucks, whatever you wanted. He's a guy that could have easily charged sixty if you wanted to. Oh, easily. Damn, you know?
1: I forgot he was going to be there. I, I wanted to get something signed by him. I completely forgot about. Oh, he it. was
0: he was chatting it up with everybody because he was only there on Sunday, uh, Sunday morning. Um,
1: yeah, that's why I was kind of like, I was kind of more resting Sunday, just kind of like low key thing. And Or no, I'm was, sorry.
0: He was only there Saturday, Saturday morning. I'm oh, Saturday. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Saturday.
1: I went there Saturday. Shoot, I could have gone. He was there.
0: Yeah, he was there early. And he, uh, every, what was funny about him was every wrestler like kept coming up to say hi to him. So his line took a bit, but it's okay. Cause he chatted up with everybody.
1: Well, that's, as long as you chat and give people that personal time and attention, that's what matters.
0: Exactly, and again, everybody was talking, I, Bret Hart, Ric Flair was in a great mood, Jake Roberts was laughing it up with everyone all weekend, so... Oh,
1: geez, I, he I, was, I, I, I was thinking back to last year's WrestleCon where all, like, slot, a slaughter, and Jake Roberts, some of the older wrestlers, kept hitting on my friend Marilyn and trying to get with her. <laughs>
0: oh, gosh, well, you know, that's, they're just wrestlers they're always going to be <laughs> creepy wrestlers at the end of the day at some point but that's exactly. okay
1: especially especially back in the day like that that's what they do yeah I, mm-hmm. I mean
0: let's be real they're just seeing a bunch of you know wrestling dudes all day and if they see a girl they like like hey this is something nice to see let's talk to you for a little bit
1: exactly yeah they probably wear deodorant too <laughs> hey
0: i you know i i wore masks at certain points during wrestlecon when it was so uh crowded uh just because i have a family at home i didn't want to deal with bringing any like coldness or anything back but it did help with some of the uh, normal whiffs you would get. I didn't notice that. It did help me. So I'll say that. The WrestleMania Saturday. Now, did you take a bus there? Did you drive for people that haven't been to Manias before? This wasn't, it's not New Orleans. You can't walk to it. So Ooh. it's a 20-minute drive, 25-minute drive. How did you guys get there?
1: Well, it's so, a funny story. Side so That morning, um, through a connection, the five of us, we got to go to the stadium at 9 30 in the morning, go backstage a little bit and walk around mm. and see the stage and stuff mm-hmm. and until Kevin Dunn got mad and told us to leave. <laughs> us out. I know, and I know who ratted us out, two faced piece of shit. I know oh. who it is. Not gonna mention okay, H, okay.
0: We can tell me off air.
1: I'll tell you off air, yeah. Um, but it was, it was pretty cool. The only thing we didn't get to do—I was hoping we were doing—but they were unfortunately they were practicing. The cameras were, pra- camera were practicing their shots and so, stuff. Uh, he was—we were trying to see. If we can, they almost let us go on stage to get a picture.
0: Yeah, that'd been pretty sweet.
1: It was. Oh yeah.
0: It was a pretty cool set, pretty similar to 32, but it was grand for sure. It was a grand thing. So.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely.
0: So you're out there. Uh, you're no pre-show matches. Still, is kind of weird to me. I'd like at least one to get the crowd warmed up. But yeah.
1: I was kind of okay with it, you know. Um, I mean, but at the same time, I kind of thought maybe they would—they could have had, like, you know, the men's battle royal one night for pre-show and the women's battle royal for the next night. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. an option.
0: It helps the wrestlers. I mean, I know they did those on SmackDown, but it's much cooler to do it in a stadium than— Yeah, when
1: you have that big crowd and everything, you get chance to perform for a huge crowd. Not a lot of, of them get that chance to do it. Of course, I mean, they are doing more stadium shows now, but still. Mm-hmm.
0: For sure. So what did you think? So night one versus night two, we'll kind of go up, but which one did you like better, night one or night two? You know— I, I give them both A's for different reasons, you know? I get it, but you can't cheat. you got to pick one. Because they were both okay. really good. you got to pick one show both you like Both are really
1: better. good. I would have to give the slight edge to night one.
0: Sure. I mean,
1: Just because I overall, I mean, the matches, Bianca and Becky killed it. They I had loved. the match of
0: the weekend, I think, for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. And I, I loved her entrance with the marching band, mm-hmm. TSU. Um, seeing Steve Austin do a full match, you know, first one, first time in 19 years and his last one and
0: then I got one of his beer cans too on top of it. Even better, even better. All right, now yeah. I'll ask you this because obviously one of the big surprises Saturday was Cody Rhodes. It was kind of the worst kept secret type of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you were there for 33 when the Hardys came back and that was a gigantic surprise pop that everyone kind of knew about. Which one was louder? Was it Cody rising up or was it the Hardys comeback? Oh, shoot. Um Because the person I went with said it was the Hardys. I didn't go to 33, so I don't have a comparison.
1: I would honestly, the I mean, they're both are pretty loud. I would say I would give it more to the Hardys, Mm -hmm. but I also wonder if they had been in the same venue, indoors versus outdoors, would that have made a difference? Maybe that maybe there was an acoustics potentially.
0: Maybe because we were up in like the club level, so it traveled. It was uh, there was a bit of a delay, so you get the immediate reaction down there. Yeah, it was it was a really cool show, top to bottom, and it flew by. Anything that stood out that you got to see, kind of being close to the ringside that maybe the cameras didn't catch, or maybe other people might not have seen being so close. Obviously, you mentioned catching Cold's beer can, but yeah. anything else that you, that caught your eye?
1: I'm trying to think. Um, and there was I'm two. was well seeing um, Rick Boogs and that injury like it, that. Yeah, it, it look nasty. We could see in the corner. I don't know if they showed it on camera, but they were like. Check around his knee and it's like, okay, definitely the kneecap was out of place and the, a, oh. you know, a, a ligament was out. It was, was snapped off there. You could see it.
0: Mm-hmm. That stink. Cause that started off as a fun, you know, fast moving match. They just had to end it. So that's, that
1: yeah, it did. Yeah. Especially for him starting to get, starting his career going. And now he's going to be out for who knows how long.
0: Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of complaining about all the video packages they had to show because I guess if you're not a Peacock premium member, you have, you have to watch commercials. It, what do you think of that? Being there live? Is it, kind of take you out of it at all?
1: No, no, uh-uh, no. It's actually a nice little break. You know, you kind of kind <laughs> of... You know, honestly, yeah, now give me a chance to kind like, of check my, my phone power if I don't check any messages. You kind of get your pump for the next match or even the next night. Mm-hmm. So for me, no. It doesn't bother me. Now, I can like see, like see being at home in commercials that yeah. being a problem.
0: Now, one of the disadvantages, the few you'll have sitting ringside, is when there's brawls in the crowd, you can't really see anything because you're not close to a giant screen. During that Austin kevin owens match that was probably the only time where you it was hard to see stuff i'd imagine right
1: well no because they had screens for us above us you couldn't see it on on the camera oh
0: okay that's nice but they did
1: yeah yeah no they did
0: yeah so. that's nice and then you've got chairs for two different nights we talked we were texting about this earlier like WWE's chair quality aren't as good as they used to be. They're kind of thin now, not as padded. Well, you know,
1: they, they, they copied the AEW model. But I talked to—I talked to one of the guys who's in charge. That they said it's the same company. It's just—it's how they make them now. Apparently, it's what oh. he, that's what—that's the story he told me.
0: Yeah, I—I don't—I don't know if I buy that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's... I'm, I'm sure—I'm sure they definitely—you know—I'm sure they maybe they had two
0: different options. To the same company they said, "Well, this saves you a little more money." Mm-hmm. Exactly. How many rows back did it go this year? Like ten? That they got them? Uh, I think ten, I believe. Okay, that's still a lot of—lot of chairs. Uh, so the first night happens, any other standout stuff besides the Becky and Bianca match we already talked about?
1: Um, see, Cody and Seth, you know, did their thing. It was, you know, love that, you mm-hmm. know, Austin b- being his, being the old Austin was wonderful. Um, oh, geez, I'm trying to think that really stuck out. I mean, Rhonda and Becky, um, I guess prime example of two people that maybe don't have good chemistry together.
0: You mean Rhonda and Charlotte?
1: Oh, sorry, Rondo, yeah, what I say? yeah, Rondo,
0: Charlotte, sorry. Yeah, I think near the end, I got into it a lot just because of all the reversals and the. I didn't really know who was going to win, and they kind of did that weird finish. So uh, I, I was joking when I met Rick Flair at WrestleCon. I walked up to him and I was talking to him. I said, now, Rick, I don't want to see you crying tomorrow on TV when Charlotte wins. He's like, oh, no, I'll be partying, don't worry. So was, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's so that pretty funny. Uh, all right, then you go to night one, or I'm sorry, night two. And the main event everyone knows is Brock versus Roman where they kind of, it was kind of like a video game match up there where it was just finishers to start, which was kind of yeah. fun. Uh, any other stuff that happened tonight? What about the jackass match being there with all that? Did you get, did you get to see them setting up some of the props and pranks or how did you get? We
1: did, we did see the table with the mousetraps on it when they, cause the camera crew was the production crew. They're, were, they're were working on something down there and they had their ring skirt up and you could see that. I couldn't see much else under there, but I definitely saw that. So I took a couple of pictures um, after Sammy was thrown through that table, he had a nice little gash on his elbow. There was a good mm. chunk of, like, a good size puddle of blood on the table. He kept telling the ring crew, "Hey, watch out! There's like blood there on there. Just watch Jeez. it." And... Jeez, it was but fun. That was fun. The crowd was the crowd, popped big time for some of the stuff. Um uh, I, mean, I was I was surprised. I thought they'd shit on it more, but they loved it. I it mean, turned out pretty well.
0: When we man did the Hogan Andre slam, that was amazing. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yes.
1: that was hilarious. Yeah, I so said the crowd just ate it up for him, and say that the hand thing and everything. Then mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what why did you say you say you liked them both for different reasons? Why did you like night two? What was the positive about that one?
1: Um, I think it just because lower expectations with McAvee and Austin theory and yeah. then the Jackass match, um, and the the women's tag title match, I would say. Like it just seemed like it seemed like almost a one match show mm-hmm. that, you know, with Roman and Brock that's like everything else kinda of like just almost seemed like filler going into the show.
0: Yeah. I agree. But it, it everything over delivered, it was awesome.
1: Oh yeah, and that, especially the the men's tag title triple threat. That was great.
0: Yeah, it was. That was the opener, right? That was the opener that night, wasn't it? Yeah, that
1: was the opener. Yeah, and they so they killed it that 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 match too.
0: Was the crowd any different? Because I didn't go to night two, so was the crowd any different between the two nights?
1: Well, I would say overall they were very much into it. Still, you know, I mean, I, you know, you came back with another you know surge of energy. There were definitely some different fans sitting around, so it wasn't everyone in the exact same seat. You know. Okay.
0: Well, that's kind of cool. Even
1: even in the front row, we had some different people that you know, they're like, we had this one idiot, from us. I guess he used to be a former football player. I forget his name and the team, but you know, he was like, he, when I think Austin threw a microphone into the crowd, he caught it and tried to keep it and steal it. So when security security came over, he threatened to beat their ass. was like, He's like, well, it's just a microphone. We're like, well, I said, dude, how about I steal your watch? It's just a watch. How about that? <laughs> Those
0: megaphones are a couple thousand dollars, too. They're not that exactly, like cheap. Yeah.
1: He's, you know, he's trying to, you know, when Cody rose through his robe, he's trying to reach over and grab the robe and steal that. I'm like, what's your, dude, what's your problem? <laughs> Who
0: are you? Oh, geez. Yeah, uh, He thought
1: he was hot shit. He was, a, he was a legit former football player. I don't know. Could care less, but he thought he was hot shit. Uh, and,
0: well, maybe he was a former, like, university of Texas guy or something. So he felt he owned yeah. the state.
1: Well, I mean, apparently pro, I don't know. Apparently he played pro.
0: Well, good for him. Stealing Cody's robe. Exactly.
1: Uh, I'm trying to steal a microphone. Yeah.
0: And then the main event, the Roman Brock match to me, it was fine. I was, I think it was the, it wasn't the best out of their WrestleMania matches. I think 31 was going to be their best one they had. Uh, yeah. but the ending was the only thing that felt kind of out of nowhere for me, where he's just the spear and he wins, uh, what did you guys think when you were watching the? Was everybody into it? Was the crowd pumped? It was. It seemed overall, like a big every, fight feel type thing.
1: Overall, every, overall, everyone was into it, but they were also into it, thinking, okay, Roman's gonna win and The Rock's gonna come out. So, because everyone saw The Rock's mom was there, you know, she was there both nights. But everyone thought, okay, she's here. That you know, it's gonna, he's gonna come out and challenge him or make a match for next year or something. That didn't happen, of course. And you know, the match overall was it is what I expected it. You know, mm-hmm. I also I, honestly, it went longer than I thought it would. I thought I'd go five minutes. <laughs>
0: It was fun. I mean, the mm-hmm. bottom line, my friend and I were talking. Who went? We were kind of going to this show. We went to this year just to kind of go because it's been a couple of years and it's been a somewhat normal WrestleMania. Like, let's just go. We'll go do the weekend thing. But it blew away all expectations. It was the best Mania in a few years. I'll have to actually think about it, like break it down. But it was fun. And I'm glad I'd you agree get to. With go. And
1: maybe and maybe the two night thing helps when you have two energetic crowds versus a crowd that dies halfway through. Yeah,
0: it's tough for the main event and a seven hour show. That's the toughest thing is the main event is, is it's tough.
1: Yeah, it is. No, I, I agree with that. You know, and Actually,
0: then getting out. Did you guys? Was it easy for you guys getting out? Because you're the last ones to leave. So, is um, it tough well, getting I, out or?
1: I went and shipped my chairs. You know, because they have they have a they have that new thing now. Stadium shows you can ship your chair, which is oh, nice. That's FedEx cool. Has table set up. Um, once I did that, we got on our bus, and it wasn't too terrible. The first night was took longer to get back versus the second night, mm-hmm. so I don't know if they maybe reorganized things and maybe shifted some traffic cones,
0: maybe a, little, maybe a little smoother to getting out, but it wasn't near as bad. Then did you go to Roth the next night? Yep, did Roth the next night. This was like a not a typical like Roth Romania thing. It seemed like it seemed pretty tame, except for the yeah. opening thing. It seemed pretty tame. Well,
1: we think we think that because it wasn't as many international people coming over.
0: Yeah. That's probably true. I, I think
1: next year you know, when it, when it's more full of the internationals coming, I think you'll get back that at Rock or Mania, raucous crowd again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. And then being in LA, being more of a kind of a tourist destination too, with Disneyland there, you got California, it's a little more of a destination for people.
1: Well, yeah, as a, you can get more, like I said, a lot of UK people, they love going to LA, you know, and then, you know, Australia can easily come over and people from
0: Japan, easier to come over for LA. For the record, I don't like LA. I'm annoyed that I have to go there <laughs> for oh, the record I'm not,
1: I'm not a fan either I don't get the hype you know overhyped overpriced city <laughs> I was gonna
0: hang out in Anaheim or something just hang out in the suburbs and <laughs> get, get where I got to get to uh, yeah I,
1: I'm, I'm dreading the bus is going to and from the stadium both nights That's he, you know the rest should be walking distance to the arena and, and mm-hmm. the convention center but yeah
0: Oh well, it's we'll see. We'll, we'll, fingers crossed, we're back in maybe New Orleans for forty or something. Maybe that.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure forty is either going to be Vegas or New Orleans. That's my that's my guess. I
0: won't, I was going to say Vegas too, but I don't. I'm, for some reason, I don't think like they're going to do two West Coast time zone back to back. That's the only thing I was kind of like. Maybe Pro, they won't do oh, that.
1: I'm thinking probably not unless they just have a really good deal from, with the city in Vegas or Clark County.
0: Yeah, because they're doing money in the bank there, which is not a. A-plus pay-per-view. It's, you know,
1: it's a... No. And I, I don't know. I, I thought, because, you know, Nick and spent some time, I don't know if he... Maybe they worked out a, a multi-year deal where they have to take an event there every year, so...
0: Maybe. It's possible. One of my friends is in, the, is in the Army National Guard, and they do marketing for them, and he was telling me, he's like, WWE wants to make Money in the Bank one of their next, you know, pillar shows. Yeah. Which but I they, get. That's what,
1: yeah, that's the plan, the, the big five, yeah. So... And it'll yeah, that's why their their plan is to do more stadium shows. Just so from my understanding, talking with their finance people, renting a stadium versus an arena, there's not that much price difference, and when you're selling that many more tickets, you know it makes more sense financial, financially.
0: So, are you gonna go to Money in the Bank? Or you wait until Summerslam.
1: No, um, no. Money the banks out. SummerSlams in, and hopefully uh, Cardiff, Wales will be in as well. That's oh,
0: I-, I was going to ask you that. So you, that's going to be you're starting to look into that to head over to yeah, the UK. i have
1: already, already booked hotels, and I'm looking at flights. So I've just got to wait for tickets to go on sale.
0: Well, that'll be awesome. That's going to be a raucous crowd for sure. That'll be fun. That'll be super that's fun. That's going to be a
1: long flight. I got to cross two oceans.
0: <laughs> well, you can go the other way, I guess. You could just that's go. True, yeah. You go the other way, but uh no uh,
1: that's not an option for what i'm seeing so far okay mm-hmm.
0: well it's all right you can you can i'm sure you'll figure it out but it'll be fun and that's labor day weekend and a lot of people i know are worried like oh they're going against AEW, but AEW is sunday that weekend and WWE saturday so, it's, exactly. so that's you can perfect watch for me and enjoy both that's awesome for me as a fan i'm like i'm not leaving my couch that weekend so well, although
1: exactly, yeah. so you can watch both and like both and mm-hmm. it's allowed
0: yeah. it's allowed people it don't know that if you don't know that yeah
1: <laughs> Maybe maybe next time at the TV hotel, you know, Matt Riddle wanted us to go smoke weed with him. Maybe I'll do that next
0: time. There, that's a good plan. That's a good plan. Nah, uh,
1: I wouldn't do that. No, my, if I stayed a little bit longer, my friends were having whiskey tequila shots with Johnny um, Johnny Knoxville. Like, damn it, I could have done that. Um, uh,
0: well, at, after WrestleMania night one, I dropped my friend back off at the WrestleCon hotel, and the WrestleCon hotel bar was hopping at one in the morning. Enzo was there, like a bunch of wrestlers were at the bar drinking with fans. So. I was tempted to stay, but I'm like, I got a flight tomorrow. I got to go. I just got to go. I can't do this. That's
1: a, yeah, no, they, smart choices. Got to make those smart choices. It,
0: it's true, especially as an adult. You know, in the 20s, <laughs> yeah. sure, as an adult, mm, what's, much better choices. Uh, so for people who just are curious, whoever looking to do a travel package, uh, I mean, we talked about this before. You can save more money of doing it separately, but the convenience of it is what you have to weigh about getting everything oh. in one swoop, too.
1: Well, and I don't know if you heard the news. They announced it back in February. Um, they have outsourced travel packages now.
0: Is it been better or has it been have you not experienced uh, well, it
1: yet? Money Money in the Bank's the first one they're doing, and I know they have what I can tell so far comparing to last year, the price has gone up two and a half times the amount so far.
0: Any other perks with it or is just that's just what the cost is the gonna be?
1: Exact same perks.
0: <sighs> well, I guess that's capitalism you know, you
1: know, for you. And you know, WWE Shop has been outsourced now to Fanatics as Which well. Which I
0: kind of am okay with, because WWE Shop's been kind of the shits for the past couple of years. So I'm okay with that. Because Fanatics yeah. runs MLB, NFL, they're taking over everything. So I'm kind of yeah. okay with that.
1: Well, I'm excited to see what they do for the memorabilia. They're supposed to be handling a lot of the memorabilia stuff for now yeah. on. So that will be nice. I think they'll do a wonderful job with that. Yeah,
0: definitely. They kind of That's kind of their up their wheelhouse too. And what's also yeah. funny is, I don't know if you're into the cards, but... So Panini Prism is doing WWE, but since Fanatics bought Tops and WWE Shop, WWE is going back to Tops in two years. So it's kind of a yeah, weird thing. They,
1: yeah, that was in that press release. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I go back to that travel package thing. Their first event actually is going to be Hell in a Cell.
0: As a travel package? Or it's not just okay, like yeah, a what, VIP what? Are they taking over then the VIP experience too that they do at every show?
1: Um, they talking to people there, they might, or some of the company might take over the house show VIP meet and greet up as well. They're not, that's not official yet. They're still working on that. Okay. Well, but, they're. but this company, um, and they're calling the experience packages now, not travel
0: packages just to be, well, they're going to give you <laughs> experiences, man. You're going to hear to be experienced. <laughs> yes.
1: But yeah, um, the, the first one actually will be hell in a cell. And my, from what it sounds like, they're going to do every premium live event outside of the Saudi shows.
0: Okay. Well, I guess that's interesting. I wonder yeah. what the advantage of WWE for that is other than... Well,
1: well. I mean, they're still getting their money up front. They're making similar money, but they don't have to have the office, so some people got let go from the trial package. Some people got moved to other departments. Okay. Okay. So in the end, they don't have to worry about it because of my understanding, On Location paid them up front. They got their money. Now it's on. Now it's up to the new company to sell the tickets.
0: Well, I guess the only benefit could be if someone else is handling it, and that's all they're doing. Maybe customer service will be better if you have any issues or something like that. Maybe that'll be a benefit.
1: That's that's what I'm hoping. You know that they actually, since they since they do since they do, you know these you know Super Bowl and NCAA and mm-hmm. UFC and I've got Olympics and I don't know what else that they know what they're doing.
0: Okay, well that's kind of cool. Yeah, I know like UFC. My friend's done the UFC ones before and. They, they, he's like, they treat you. He's like, you get to go in the Octagon and take pictures. He's like, most of the time, Dana White's there talking with you because he's there anyway. So that's kind of a unique thing to do before the show
1: yeah i, I was reading what they do is ufc yeah you get like it goes like the pre-fight weigh-ins and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah, i think post-match you get to post-event or pre-event you get to go inside the octagon and take pictures and stuff maybe post-event but
0: yeah no it's pre-event because post-event there's a lot of blood and sweat in there <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, oh
1: that makes that makes it more fun i mean look, look at all the pictures you can get Yeah, so,
0: but they do make you take your shoes off though so you got you can't you can't go in there with your shoes on Okay, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, anything else? Anything else uh, that stood out this past couple, the two weeks ago now for WrestleMania? Any other stories you want to share before we wrap up?
1: Um, no. I just it was, a, it was a blast being back to what I'm. Yeah. like you know, it's um finally a more normal Mania weekend that we haven't had in three years.
0: It did have the Mania vibe. I will say that because when I, I stayed, well, my my friends stayed at the WrestleCon hotel. I stayed at my brother's. And we were just at like a taco place. And all of a sudden we look out the window and here comes the wrestling fans walking back from the superstore. And then the, like more and more people. I'm like, oh, okay, we're back. Wrestling fans yeah. are taking over the town again. We're back. I see all the wrestling exactly. shirts and everyone with their bags of merch. So we're back.
1: Oh, yeah. So I mean, felt like a lot, a lot of my friends that couldn't come, you know, last year were able to travel overseas again internationally and everything. Mm-hmm. So it felt good to see everybody I hadn't seen in three years. Um, so, yeah, just – Felt good to be back. A good vibe. You know, overall, two good nights of shows. Hall of Fame was great. You did, know, I enjoyed the Superstore being not so crazy and hectic.
0: Did you hear? Did anybody of your friends like who didn't go text yours like, oh, I regret not going, seeing all this stuff. Because I had a couple people do that, saying I should have went.
1: No, because everyone of my friends, um, outside of one who couldn't make it, but he just bought a house,
0: so I get that. Uh, oh, unacceptable! That, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. What a loser! <laughs> <laughs> what a loser buying a house for himself. Exactly. Get WrestleMania selfish. chairs. How selfish.
1: <laughs> I know, how selfish! Yeah. There you go. Uh, other than that, no. I mean, that, no, no. Everyone else, I went. I, I know,
0: went to it. Cool, cool, man. It was fun. It was a fun weekend. Like I said, we saw each other for just a second. What's funny is, uh, when I was talking with Victoria, I was just we were just chatting up in line. And then for some reason, like you came up. I'm like, oh, yeah, him and I talk. And she goes, and then she's like, do you have his number? I go, yeah. She's like, could I have it? I was like, sure. So she wanted to call you to like find out where you were. And then when she called you, she's like, oh, I do have his number in here.
1: Yeah. I was like, yes. It's like, wait, wait, like, honey, we, we, we exchanged numbers years ago. I still have your number. And we yeah. Text, we still text occasionally. Well,
0: your show came up. She's like, oh, wait, I do. But she's just a sweetheart of a girl. And she had a long line a lot of the weekend, two People taking pictures with her. So I was happy for her. So oh, yeah, cool. no.
1: she, she is such a sweetheart. And I, I I I want to go hang out there. Like I don't want to take time. You you got to make money. Let exactly this first. I, I can come later. I don't have to. You know I, I come second place. Yeah
0: yeah for sure. All right guys. Well, uh, follow Carrie on Twitter for all the fun pictures and stuff from live events, from front row seats and travel package information, all that. It's pretty simple. Collar X elbow WWE. And then of course he's a uh, partnership with the Collar and Elbow brand. El Snow kind of runs that company over there. They've got t-shirts, hoodies, hats, all your favorite stuff. You still got your discount code, Carrie, for your ten percent? Is that still valid?
1: It is. Um so there they, there is a new, I guess, partial owner of the company. So they they've been revamping the site, they're doing redoing the shirts to a nicer fit to like mm-hmm. a nicer, higher even nicer, higher quality than what they were doing. So it's a little lower selection, but they will—they are going to release more and more of the old shirts again while yes. they get that in production. But and it's definitely much better run, better service, a little more efficient.
0: And what's cool about some of these shirts, I'm just browsing the website now and I've seen them before. So they're wrestling shirts, but they're not obvious wrestling shirts, which is kind of cool for people that want to like go in the real world and not wear a giant flaming skull or something on their yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> uh, so people that are wrestling fans will know but other people are just think you just weren't a T-shirt. So if you want to do that, check out the Colin Noble brand and have lots of fun. And then also make sure, Carrie likes this, make sure if you see Daniel Spencer on Twitter, you shame him for all his dad jokes all yes, the time. please. Please shame please. him. So he stops. Please.
1: <laughs> and, and, and let's petition to have a cage match between him and Tony Gunn at OVW. <laughs>
0: well, he, he did steal, uh, what's her name's... Uh, haley's hollywood haley's or something uh jacket the other day yeah, so. exactly
1: yeah So, so he, has, he deserves having a cage match with tony gunn
0: yeah him and i didn't get to meet up he was so busy with the impact tapings he was like yeah, i'm in production meetings and his flight got changed around and all that so we oh, were texting yeah,
1: I, I didn't just see him either yeah he, he was in and out so quick
0: busy guy mr vip well, what's it? we joke but daniel spencer our friend of the ringside podcast he's one of what like 10 people in the world that are on tv as a referee right now if you think about it so it's Pretty awesome. So good That's for him. true. Yeah,
1: no, yeah. That's
0: true. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. It's always good to chat. And the plan, I think, is for my wife and I to go to SummerSlam weekend in Nashville because she wants to go to Nashville. That's a fun town. I'm looking forward to all the poor bachelorette parties that book their bachelorette weekend, not knowing it's SummerSlam weekend, oh, and, and get it ruined by all these wrestling fans downtown. Oh That's what God. I'm looking forward to. I,
1: so, I feel so sorry for those girls. Holy crap. That is
0: That, that happened in New Orleans a couple years ago, but Nashville is yeah. much more of a bachelorette destination than New Orleans. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing that.
1: Yeah, yeah so, so, someone, someone bring, a, someone record that. I want to see the shit show that that ensues.
0: <laughs> It'll be fun, man. <laughs> All right, well, Gary, good talking to you. We will talk soon. Have a good rest of your day, man. All
1: right, you too. Talk
0: soon. <laughs> Only, and that's to be a law enforcement officer. Treat other people like you'd want to be treated. do